T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Here's Butker. From 45 yards. All the way. It's good. Jim Nance on the call last night. The Chiefs into their fourth Super Bowl in the last three years. And we're talking about the game yesterday, the uh, Bengals-Chiefs game, all morning with you, 803-0550. We've got phone lines open if you want to get in. We're also going to start talking about offseason. We already got into it last week with the Bills, but talking about their opponents for next season and what they're going to do and what key offseason decisions are coming up. We're starting in the division. It's a fascinating offseason. New England's already brought in a new offensive coordinator. The Jets did, too. The Jets need a quarterback. Miami, we're not sure about Tua's health. They just fired and are about to hire a new defensive coordinator. So there's going to be a lot going on in the AFC East. Let's start with the Jets today. And we go to the Western Hotline. We bring in Brian Costello, who covers the Jets for the New York Post. Really did a piece about veteran quarterback options for the Jets. Brian, it's Howard and uh, Jeremy. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Thanks for your time today. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, so the Jets are busy. Let's start with trying to figure out how to make for a better offense. And the new offensive coordinator, Nathaniel Hackett, let's start there. He used to be up here a little while ago under Doug Marone. What are your thoughts on him coming in as the OC? Yeah, I mean, it's it's not going to light the world on fire that they hired Nathaniel Hackett. But I, I think um, when they made the decision to move on uh, from Mike LaFleur, they kind of knew this was going to be a tough job to attract people who had a lot of options because – they have no quarterback, and the coach is entering, uh, you know, a make-or-break year. There's not much job security right now with the Jets. So they kind of had to find someone like Nathaniel Hackett that's rebounding from a really bad stint in Denver as the head coach and, you know, is trying to rebuild his reputation. Um, so I, I thought, you know, that was probably about about what they were going to do at, at offensive coordinator with, with someone like Hackett. What does it look like the Jets thinking is at this point in terms of a quarterback, a starter for next season? Where do they find one? They're going for a veteran. I mean, they're going to go for one of these big-name veteran quarterbacks. Uh, who that is remains to be seen. You know, we've got to figure out what's going on with Aaron Rodgers. Um, you know, I think if, if he and the Packers do decide to part ways, the Jets will be heavily in on Aaron Rodgers. They will be trying to get him with everything they can. Uh, if 
it looks like that's not going to happen or isn't going to happen in a timely fashion, then I could see them going to Derek Carr or Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, but I think it'll be one of those three guys uh, as quarterback of the Jets in 2023. Do you think there is a better fit? I mean, Rodgers gets mentioned, I think, of course, because of the Hackett connection. Do you think there is a best guy? I know you did a piece about these guys recently. Is there a best yeah. guy you think they should go after? I, well, I think Rodgers is head and shoulders above the other guys, right? I, I mean, I know he didn't. He had probably had his worst season this year, but he was hurt. He didn't have, really. They had rookie wide, wide receivers, um, and even Aaron Rodgers' worst year would be the best year the Jets have had in ages <laughs> at quarterback. So I laugh. You know, he threw, I think he threw twenty four touchdowns. You know, the Jets. The Jets haven't had a quarterback throw for ten touchdown passes in three years. So they 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 need help at the position. So. Uh, I think Rodgers is, you know, if he's available, he's the guy they have to go after. I, you know, putting all financial considerations aside, like just football-wise, I think he's he's way above that where Derek Carr and Jimmy Garoppolo give you because, you know, Garoppolo can't really stay on the field. Um, Carr, you know, seems to be kind of hit a plateau where where he can where he can take you. Rodgers is going to be, you know, a first ballot Hall of Famer, so uh, that that would be the direction I I would go. If it, and I think they will if they can if he becomes available. If they get one of those three guys, Brian, factoring in what looks, you know, their defense was tremendous this season, and we're going to talk yeah. to you a little bit more about some of the weapons on offense, but if they get one of those three guys and you couple it with their defense, are they a contender? Are they AFC East contender right away? I think so. You know, I think they're, you know, I think they're definitely a playoff contender. AFC East, yeah, I think, I think you can pencil them in there. I mean, they, they beat the Bills once this year. They played them tough in the second game uh, up there. I think the Jets' defense, I, I remember um, the game in Buffalo, someone said to me that, that they thought the Jets' defense gave the Bills the hardest time all year, uh, the, you know, the, the Bills' offense. So, yeah, the, the defense has very, some very good young players on it. And then on offense, they, they also they drafted Garrett Wilson last year, who he might be rookie of the year. Brees Hall was very was playing very well before he got injured. Uh, they need to fix the offensive line. They need to do some work there. Uh, they're going to have uh, they may, they might have three new starters on the offensive line next year. So that's the other piece of this, along with quarterback that they really need to work on this off season. You mentioned Garrett Wilson. Obviously, he had a great year. What's the wide receiver depth chart look like going forward? We we're sitting here talking about how the Bills need to get better help with Stephon Diggs. We just watched the Bengals come to town with a really strong top three group of receivers. What's the yeah. what's the Jets depth chart like at that position? You know, they have Corey Davis, um, who he might be a cap casualty. Uh, they would save some money if they cut him, so I'm not sure if he'll be here. Um, Elijah Moore, you know, had a weird season. He he didn't get used a lot early on. Uh, he wanted, he did, had a trade request at midseason, and then he, they didn't trade him, and he sort of came back and he played well at the end of the year. And, uh, and then Denzel Mims, they still have the 2020 second-round pick who hasn't done much. Um, you know, so they, they probably they could add one, if, depending on what their, their situation is. I could see them drafting another wide receiver. Uh, they, they, you know, Garrett Wilson, I think, will be a clear number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just going to be surrounding him. And, you know, guys, it's very difficult <laughs> to judge wide receivers with the level of quarterback play the Jets got this year. Like, it, it, was, it was startling to see, you know, Garrett Wilson – he 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 was much better when Mike White and Joe Flacco were quarterback when Zach Wilson. Um, if you look at the, the numbers, so it was hard to to really get an assessment on him or Elijah Moore um, with with what they were getting at quarterback. So I do think they could add somebody there, maybe in the draft. I don't think they're going to have money to add a wide receiver, but um, I can see them drafting another one. And Brees Hall, uh, yeah, I take it he he is the focal point of the running game going forward, right? 
Yeah, I mean, he look, he tore his ACL at the end of October, so I'm not sure what the beginning of next season is going to look like for him. Uh, it's probably going to be right on the border. And, you know, when guys come back from ACL, sometimes it takes a little while. They also have Michael Carter, um, who had a good rookie season, not so good a second season. They're hoping for a rebound from him. Um, you know, but yes, if when once Hall is healthy, he will be the focal point of the running game. Before we get to the defense, a couple questions on them. You mentioned maybe three new offensive line starters. How are the Jets in terms of cap shape? If they wanted to address anything in free agency in this offseason? Yeah, they're, they're low right now, but they, there are some moves they can make. Like I mentioned, Corey Davis, they have, Braxton Berrios could be a cap casualty. Carl Lawson might be a cap casualty. They have some moves they can make to clear cap room, um, and the the. the Amazing thing about Rodgers, right? When we talk about Aaron Rodgers, is the way his contract is constructed, they will have to put out a ton of cash for Rodgers. He'll get $60 million this season, but it's almost all bonus money, which doesn't hurt you on the cap because you can prorate it over four years. So the cap hit, it won't be bad for Rodgers. I think it's like 15 million, uh, it's like 32 million one year, 15 million the next year over two years. It's not, not too bad. So, I do think they'll be able to do some things and maneuver. You can always, you know, you can create cap space, but they're not in. They're not going to be one of these teams that has eighty million dollars of cap space this year. They're going to have to do some work to get it. Are there any of their own key, any key free agents of their own that they have to sign? Uh, the the big one that they, they is not a free agent, but Quinn and Williams is yeah. going into his fifth year option here, um, and he's underpaid. He he made first team All Pro this year, so he wants a contract extension. He has said he's not going to show up for the spring program without a new contract. So I think that's something they want to get done. That's the big priority. Uh, his brother, Quincy, the linebacker's a free agent. Sheldon Rankins on the defensive line is a free agent. Um, but really, Quinnen is the, the big one, that they, the big contract they have to get done this offseason. Right, so, so final thing, as good as the defense, as great as the defense was, is there anything they need on that side of the ball? I think they could upgrade at safety. Um, you know, LaMarcus Joyner uh, will be a free agent. I think they could upgrade there. I don't, Jordan Whitehead they could move on from, too, if they wanted to. Um, so that that's the one spot they were a little weak at with safety. Uh, everywhere else, I think they're in pretty good shape. And, um, you know, it's been a while since you could say that for the Jets going into an offseason. Yeah. They usually need two of everything. But they, they're in pretty good shape on defense other than safety, I think. I was going to say, it's an offseason where the Jets fans probably won't be um... – a surly lot. I mean, that's that doesn't happen that often either. Jets fans being happy uh, in the off season. Jets fans are usually happy from um, you know like March till August. It's, it's the September through December part that gets dicey. <laughs> well, Brian, thanks for coming on with us. Appreciate it. Sorry to bug you in the off season, but thanks for the update on the Jets. No problem. Thanks, guys. Brian Costello on our Western Hotline covers the Jets for the New York Post, and yes, it will be very interesting for all three of well, the Bills too, of course, but the other three teams in the division. Right, Brandon Mean said the gap's closing. We'll see what the Jets do. Of course, they're they're going to get a quarterback. We have to. We'll mention something about Derek Carr's contract in a moment. Joe was bringing this up in a break, uh, since that's one of the names in the speculation here for New York. DJ, thanks for holding on. You're on WGR. Go right ahead. Hi, um, I just want to change the topic a little bit to uh, Sabers. Um, just quickly off the bat, one thing I noticed: Lukanen is massive compared to Comrie. Comrie looks like a child in net when he plays. But um, wanted to ask about Paterka and Quinn specifically when they have the puck, like going one on one, kind of like go- taking it in themselves. It seems like they either try and go real fast and go through the defender, or like they slow up. But either way, they seem like they end up on their butt a ton. 
And I just want to ask you, is like, is that they're going for like a move they're used to making the age shell that used to work? Or is this just kind of like a size thing? And do they just need to get like more of a professional body before they can really start making, you know, those one-on-one entrances? I think it's, it's, I'm sure that they have had success with these moves. Um, honestly, if you actually, if you, did you see Quinn's goal the other night in Minnesota? I did. I did. I know. It, Ryan, it was Ron, not, it's not a good time to bring it up. No, 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 no. I was just going to say, in the, the court. no, because I think in the discussion of, because after that, I think, I think Rob Ray said on the telecast, that's probably a move he makes, he made all the time in junior. And then you get to, maybe you can do it in the AHL too. You get to the NHL, sometimes it's a little harder to pull that move off. It was a brilliant move by him. So I think what you're seeing from those guys is part of that transition, right? These are things they were able to do regularly early, you know, in juniors or in the AHL, a little tougher to do that against NHL players. I think that's moves that are in their repertoire and they're learning when, how to pull that off here or when to try those moves against stronger, quicker, better competition. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, I'm loving their development, and oh, this is this is turning into a fun season. Absolutely, yeah. That was, I mean, D- thanks, DJ. That was a great play by Quinn the other the other night. Not just, I mean, the finish, the you know, the drive down, the the curl back, the curl inside the blue line, and it really was a phenomenal play for him. Uh, and yes, you know, this is um, it's an incredibly fun season to watch. I mean, I we're thrilled here sitting talking about. Wild card standings and being one point away from the Penguins and two points from the Capitals and three games in hand. And they did a hell of a job getting through this road stretch. And 13 games in 22 days, they ended up 7 4 and 2, right? Yeah, I believe 7 4 and 2 in a 13 and 22 stretch, which is really tremendous. I've seen one thing about the Sabres. You may see Joe's tweeting out like likelihood they make the playoffs. They're over 50% to make it. One thing that is working against them in a lot of those is strength of schedule. I think they have the second toughest schedule to close. It was, I thought, number one going okay, into the de- weekend. Okay, Detroit and Buffalo were near the top yeah. because this division, they got to play oh. Toronto, Tampa, Boston still a bunch of times. So strength of schedule could be tough yeah. to deal with. They're also getting teams' number one goalies a lot more, like right. the whole backup goalie train. That's gone. Yep. But that said... Saturday night's game against Minnesota, 9 o'clock start. It was late start. Maybe you got a chance to see it. Maybe not. There were long stretches of this game where the Sabres were globe-trottering the Wild. <laughs> they looked like Team USA or yeah. Team Canada against Latvia, whoever. Right. Wow. They, they were dominating shifts, extended yeah. zone time, enough where you, like, you're watching like, and they still have it. Look at this. Look at this. I honestly thought, I, I run into the game thinking, if there's nothing left in their tank, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, what kind of legs are they going to have for this game? Right? The whole the crazy stretch, the four games in six days on the road, blah, blah, blah. And they were fine. Like, I, yeah. Paul was on with us earlier. He's right. I, I, almost, I honestly thought it might be a real stinker because I'm not sure what the heck they have left. And even the third period, too, and although overtime was pretty boring, but even in the third period, I thought at some point these guys are going to look like there's nothing in the tank anymore. They are the team that other teams have to worry about how do we stop their speed? How do we limit them from making us look foolish? And that includes Minnesota because you know what? Minnesota did not look good in the game here, played here a couple of weeks ago. Other, now teams are adjusting to how the heck do we slow the Sabres down and keep them from gaining, getting speed in the neutral zone? Like, their transition game, but we talked about it after Winnipeg. Winnipeg, you want to talk about globetrotterish. How about what they did to the Jets when they got in the offensive zone? 
you know, their their passing, their chemistry, their vision, their ability to find the open guy, it's it's a me it really is. I can't tell you how much fun I am having watching this hockey team, how organized they look, how good they've become offensively, and how they just they have times in the offensive zone where the other team chases them. As the Jets did, as you pointed out about Minnesota, where the teams are chasing the Sabres around, either chasing up the ice to catch them or chasing them in the de- their defensive zone because the Sabres are putting together passing clinics at times. This never would have said these things about this hockey team under the previous two head coaches, and now they're they're showing you how to play offensive hockey. And they did that on Saturday without Dylan Cousins or Matias Samuelson, by yep. the way. Yeah, that's back-to-back games without Samuelson. And they gave up, what, two in regulation the other night? Was it 3-2 final in the they shootout, up, right? They gave up four, Three? Four, in regula- four in regulation between the two games. And then that's really good for this team because this team was giving up a while back Four goals in regulation on a regular basis. Now it was four total in back-to-back games without one of your top three defensemen. And Cousins, too. On Cousins, who missed the game, what do you think? Like concu- Skated. Yeah, well, concussion? I thought they said he skated Gr- in warm-ups, Gr- didn't he? Or? Granado said he could have played, but he and Adams decided that with the break coming up, okay. they didn't want to. So that's so a not, good so, sign, right? So not a concussion. Because yeah. after the injury happened, Granado said he could have come back if the game was longer. Yeah. Right. And then they decided not to play in the next game. So... All right, well, good. I think it was both guys, right, Joe? He said it about both guys could have played. Yeah. Maybe they tested both guys out and thought, we got a break. There's a few days before they play Carolina. You know, yep. even if you lost the game, you got six out of eight points on the road trip. So I think there was, a, there was an exercising of caution there. And, you know, without those two guys, that's something to be said for that. You know, earlier this season, Samuelson goes down. Granted, he wasn't the only defenseman, but he, he was a big loss earlier this season. And, their goals, again, shot up when he was out of the lineup. They played well without him these last couple of games, and again without Cousins. And top line got no points the other night in Minnesota, right? I think they were held off the score sheet completely, and you're still able to get the game to overtime to the shootout, got a point, and uh, UPL continues to play well. You know, he's clearly taken the number one job and run with it, and I thought he had a good game again the other night, even though he didn't stop anything in the shootout. Ian Rappaport earlier this morning Looks like D'Amico Ryan's to the Texans. Yeah. Path, okay. he's, his words in the tweet, the path is now clear hmm. for the Texans to hire D'Amico Ryan's after that loss. Okay, the path wasn't clear because the Niners were busy playing. I yes, okay. now that he's not yeah. defensive coordinating, Did you see the stuff the about the Broncos search over the weekend? So apparently the um, CEO, I think, flew to Ann Arbor. They really want Jim Harbaugh. And Harbaugh had said no. So the CEO got on a plane and flew to Ann Arbor to basically try and convince Jim Harbaugh to change his mind, which apparently he didn't. But the story's coming out of Denver that they're almost like restarting their search. They're going back to step one. They went through all these interviews. They wanted Harbaugh, whoever else they've talked to. I don't know if I'm trying to remember if Peyton was on the list. Whatever guys they talked to, D'Amico Ryans was on their list, and it looks like they're going to lose out to Houston. So apparently Denver's supposedly starting all over again with their head coach search because... The guys they wanted didn't want the job. Well, they, and they wanted a splash, right? And how many yeah. guys can they get right now that you would? How many? How many jobs are still open? They all are, except Houston, right? Or okay. wait a minute, and Carolina. Carolina. Carolina took Arizona's still open. Yep. Indy. Indy, and, and then getting, so three Denver would be. Those Indy sort of feels like jobs. they announced Jeff Saturday today, doesn't it? No, there was a report I thought from yesterday that he is now maybe unlikely. Oh, all right. They're doing a second interview with Wink Martindale, though. 
So like not not very innovative whatever they end up whenever they end up doing. That's a funny story too because over the weekend there were reports that were portraying it as the owner wants Saturday, the GM doesn't. And how this all plays out who knows, but apparently suppose the owner is the only guy in the building who wants Jeff Saturday as the next head coach. Everybody else has other candidates they'd like to see. So, and now what? Sean Payton might sit out the year? Okay. Just stay in broadcasting and then come back? Yeah, Pelissero, both of these actually for, were from yesterday from Pelissero. On the Colts job, he said it would be a surprise if Jeff, Jeff Saturday ends up landing the permanent job with the Colts. He also said part of the problem with the Sean Payton hire right now for anybody is Mickey Loomis, the Saints GM, is telling teams he wants two first-round picks for Sean Payton. Which nobody is touching that. Do, huh? So th- that's probably stopping him, anyone from hiring hmm. him. All right. So does that contract for Peyton continue to toll, or how does it work? Will, will it be? Will the price be less next year? Right. Can yeah, the year the year would lapse, right? On his or I don't. How know. long? Oh, geez, that's they, right. How no, I think how, he'd have to no, work. Would, he'd so have to work would, for them, right? So then it would be the same. You'd be in the same position next year, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you want to ask for two firsts again? Possibly, but they can't just keep Sean Payton from coaching for the rest of his life. Hmm. There would be a, an expiration on that. Well, could, are we sure? Yes. They couldn't say, "Hey, we have the contract." If he ever coaches again, it's happening here. Wouldn't they always they have his that? rights? Yeah. I'd imagine. Would... I'd imagine that in his contract, he earned the right to leave and retire. And there's probably a set period of time. Okay. It might be if you retire early, we retain your rights. For two years, years past this contract, right. it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be like it can't Peyton, be infinity. Yeah, five years from now, he wants huh. the coach, and the Saints say, "No, we still want two we first still have round your picks." Rights. They don't own his rights in perpetuity, is where you're. Going I'm just saying this. it can't be right infinite. There has to be yeah. a well, time frame. Because isn't that the case though with players? Like even like two years ago, wasn't there a thing where like if Calvin Johnson came back, he would still be a lion? That might be right, huh. but again, that, it could that's, be different for that, players and coaches. But yeah, I, some of this is just speculation. But like with the players, that's in the CBA for right. a coach. You get your own deal. Yeah. I mean, right. Doug Marone okay, right, got right. himself an opt out on New Year's Day, <laughs> right. just because he. Hey, if I want to quit, I get to quit, and you have to pay me. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah. You could structure it any way you want, right? Yeah, that. I guess it makes sense. You wouldn't. It's weird. You would think. I, I don't have an answer for you, Jeremy. You would think the contract would toll, but on the other hand, right? Could you just keep Sean Payton from working forever by demanding all these? And at some point, if you're the Saints, do you really care? If if someone's willing to offer you one first round pick for Sean Payton, who can just take it? Why would you say no? You're getting unless you think Sean you really want Sean Payton to come back to you guys, and we're going to force him to not coach anywhere else. So he'll have to come back and coach us. Just take a first round pick. If the guy doesn't want to be there, and he's just going to go, just take the first round pick. Who cares? Move on. Saints can't wait to trade that first pick away. <laughs> right. Here you get a first rounder. All right, good. We've already got. We've already spent it. Yeah, we're moving up again. We're gonna move up for a guard. Yeah, <laughs> from sixteen to eight, and we're gonna give somebody a first guard. to do it. So who are we missing? The Cardinals. Yeah, Cardinals. And they're on Flores. Is that I think, where they I think last Bri- left it? Brian Flores? Flores, I think, was the the last guy I saw that was most likely for them. All right, eight oh three oh five fifty to join us. Uh, we're recapping yesterday's action in the National Football League. You can grab a line, share your thoughts from either matchup this morning on WGR. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. I mean... What if, like, what if's just kind of litter our entire lives, don't we, if we don't achieve our goals? And I try not to look at what if <laughs> happened. How are you going to respond to it? I mean, that was my message the entire game. Like, what and What do you want us to do, roll over and die? No, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to hit someone in the face as hard as I can. And, hey, if the play pops, we score a touchdown, that's awesome. If not, I'm going to hit a guy in the face again the next play. It's George Kittle. Be on the lookout for the Kelsey Brothers podcast. Oh, yeah, we, first time brothers are playing against each other in the Super Bowl. Well, they're not facing each other. Yeah, yeah, but not coaches. Right? Harbaugh's did it. Right. But, yeah. What's more impressive, coaches doing it or players doing it? Coaches. Coaches doing it. Coaches, because there's only one coach. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. All right. First time head coaches. I wonder Can if I... there have ever been assistant coaches that were probably, Yeah, right? probably. The, the, the staffs are so big. Yeah. yeah. Biggest storyline is going to be what? Andy Reid going against the Eagles. Mahomes, does he need a second Super Bowl? He could be one and two in Super Bowls. <sighs> Biggest storyline. The is there one? America yeah. becomes officially sick of the Chiefs. Is it just I, a good quality yeah, football game between two great teams? It's that. Right. I don't even I can't even think of a storyline. It's <laughs> did the Titans make the worst trade in <laughs> NFL history? <laughs> How did you, I mean Yeah. I'm not even gonna ask what it doesn't even matter what they gave up. Even if you gave up, like you did a New Orleans Saints entire draft class, what a dumb trade! It was the 18th and the 101st pick for Ugh. AJ Brown. I mean, like, Ugh. how many teams should have made that Ugh. deal? All of them. All of them. Every team should have made that deal. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't need him anyway in Tennessee. I mean, they just, you know, they just like. To can you imagine if the anyway. Bills had made that deal? Oh. Imagine if the Bills oh, had. Even, if pick, the Bills had even, said, I can't even think about it. What do they draft? Kyrie Elam 28th. Or 20, 24th. 24th. We'll give you 24 Ugh. and a third rounder, which they used on a special teams linebacker. Mm-hmm. We'll give you a first and third for A.J. Brown. And they extend him. And it's Allen Diggs. Diggs and A.J. Brown. 
and they don't sign Vaughn because they can't afford him because they've given the money to I'm not, you know, hey, Monday morning quarterbacking, Brandon Bean, I'm sorry. We're just George Kittle said it. Our life is full of what ifs. Mm-hmm. Let's play a little what if. What if the Bills had done that? What kind of offense would you have with AJ Brown and Stefan Diggs on the same field? They'd probably have a one seed. Is he is he the difference between one of those games flipping to a win? Well, yeah. you lost three games by eight points. So could I, you have won one of those? Sure, one of those wins, and now you're playing the Jaguars at home instead of the Bengals. Maybe and the Chiefs beat the Bengals. Maybe you never play Cincinnati. Right. And I'm less worried about the offense. They could, they could do that again this year. I mean, it could be all right. We learned a lesson. Let's do it. Let's not pay Edmonds. Let, let's let's use the money we would have given and, yeah. Tremaine Edmonds. Yeah. We'll figure out linebacker. We'll even be bad at linebacker if it right. means we're getting a stud next year's version of A.J. Brown. Yeah, the, the the problem is they probably – another Diggs trade would be great because with Diggs you identified a player who is ready to be great. The results are there. You're not taking the gamble of a draft pick. Mm-hmm. You're just, no, this guy's great. And they kind of can't do that because they do need cheap – cheap workers yeah, it's hard to bring in you a need, big contract you need cheap labor they need a five-year plan at receiver you know four with a fifth-year option get somebody whether that's jordan addison's a name you'll hear a lot jalen hyatt's a name i don't know if he's a first runner or second or whatever the point is getting guys on cost controlled deals that you can count on to be a part of your team for multiple years you could do it but i think to joe's point what are you going to sacrifice right it's almost like it's got to be – it's not necessarily the same thing as dollars in, dollars out. It's not that easy. But if you looked at it and said, look, we're going to trade for this guy and we're going to end up – we're not going to pay Gabe Davis a big contract when he's up after next season, but we're going to pay this guy. We're going to trade for this guy. We're going to give him not Diggs money, but a good big contract. Right. Then it's Edmonds out, Edmonds-Poyer out, uh, well, Poyer-Hyde combination out. Is Oliver getting a massive deal next year? I feel like there would be something – Brandon Bean want, would want to do that he now couldn't to shift the money to receiver. Well, the problem, again, if it's Diggs, Diggs signed here on a reasonable contract and then got paid yeah. once it went well. If you are willing to spend $10 million, you will probably rather just do that in free agency. Can you convince DJ Chark to come here on a prove-it deal? Hey, DJ, come here. We'll throw the ball to you 104 times you put up numbers and then you know go sign something big. Is he free after now? Right I think now? DJ Sharks are free. He's yes. a, U, UFA. So that, nice and that way, coming. I'm spending the money that you're talking about in this trade, <clears throat> and I'm also still using my first round pick because the Bills, the first round pick, the value of it to the Bills isn't just getting a player; it's getting a cheap player. They are now a team that pays big quarterback money. By the way, if Mahomes wins, here's one storyline for you: if Mahomes wins and the, and the Chiefs win. It's not a rookie contract winning a Super Bowl. This is the kind of thing that every time, every year around now, last couple of years, it's how first year entry level quarterback contracts, that's your window to win. Well, Mahomes is about to be winner, not on that contract. And guess what? Allen, of course, is off it. Burrow will soon be off it. Won't he get a deal this offseason? I was off just going to ask you guys if that's happening this offseason. Burrow's getting $55 million this offseason, right? If mm-hmm. Daniel Jones is getting 40, Joe, is that what you're saying? The report was he would get 40 ish? Yep. yep. Then Burrow's getting at least 50. Yeah, and Hertz needs to get paid this offseason, too. Is Herbert getting? Is Herbert due? Herbert, is he, Herbert's not. He's due. a year behind. He's yep. two his year. Okay, Hertz, which also, is the same as um, no, sorry, who went first that year? That was uh, Burrow. Burrow, right? Oh, okay, Burrow, then Burrow, then Tua, then Herbert. Right, right. So Herbert then, could if he could after yeah, three years. Yeah, but I think if you're if you're Herbert, you might wait. Give me an offensive coordinator. Yeah, I'll throw it down the field, put up some really big numbers, and get paid. 
if Burrow gets his big deal, it'll be I haven't looked at like the contracts for like Chase and Higgins, like how they keep all of their parts together going forward. Once they get to Burrow becoming a you know thirty whatever twenty five thirty million dollar cap number guy, whatever the heck the number settles on in the future. Yeah, I think it's a couple of years on both of them. Boyd, they can actually get out of that whenever they want. They might have to, um, but it'll be Burrow. Does if the Eagles win the Super Bowl, does Hurts come in over top of Burrow? I don't no, Burrow, I don't know. I think would have a higher. I think Burrow would get no matter what. I mean, Hurts is great, but I don't know. He's fifty million though, isn't he? Yeah, <sighs> neighborhood. Wow. Man. I mean, Kyler Murray is 46 right now. That's average yeah. salary, 46 million. The Cardinals, yeah, man, wow. Okay, so yeah, Burrow might get 55 then. Yeah, at least the the floor, the starting point has to be 50. For Probably those 50. Guys. Yeah. This was last year's the Super Bowl too, point. wasn't it? Like there just weren't a lot of storylines going into it. It was Bengals Rams. It was Stafford. Stafford, it's, right? Yeah, it Stafford. was all Stafford. It was Stafford winning one finally. It was, I mean, the Bengals were upstarts. It was like, is Stafford a Hall of Famer if he wins type of stuff? And this is, I mean, it's too early on on Hurts to, like, do anything with that. And Mahomes, I mean, what, we could talk about, like, the chasing Brady, but it seems very early for that. If he wins the Super Bowl, he'll have more postseason wins than Brady did in his first six seasons. Postseason wins? Postseason wins. Hmm. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. The numbers. Did you see the stat they showed yesterday about it's? Um, it was touchdown passes yes. in the cha- in, championship in the conference games. championship, and Mahomes is now what second? Second all time to Brady. To of course Brady. Yeah, and Brady's is like Brady was in. Go ahead. Brady's was two per game. Yeah, and Mahomes is three was, per game. Brady was one and a half per game. Yeah, Mahomes is three. Like yeah. Mahomes blow blows away. But the other thing that stood out about that stat was Brady is in has been in. 14 conference championship games. And Mahomes is already in five. Five. Now, I know Brady is the greatest of all time. I get it. 20-plus years in the league. But still, 14 conference. The guy played in 14 conference championship games. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah. I don't so, care about one seed and win one game at home. and you're the, That's still 14 conference championship Think games. of how many Sundays of my life he oh. has just ruined. <laughs> well, it was Sundays he'd ruin knowing if he won, they were going to ruin the Super Bowl. In I know. Sundays. Every time he ruins a Sunday, he ruins another one. Yeah. Is Mahomes going to cross or top 14 championship games? He's at five now? He's not going to top 14. Well, he's going to keep retire. playing at home, they will. Right. He's never, right, he's never not played in one 14. as a starter. That's right. Since he became a full-time starter, he's they've been in the conference championship every season. So nine more, and all of them have man. been at home. Yeah, maybe that. That's tough. He'd have to make it every year until thirty-six. So you think you think like owners around the league vote for neutral sites because they're tired of Kansas City being at home in the AFC Championship game? Uh, hey, let's just move this to neutral site. Why? Well, the Chiefs are at home every year. Let's just move it someplace else. Got a tweet about DJ Moore as a target for the Bills to uh, trade for, but his cap hit is huge from what I understand. I'll double-check it right now. His cap hit is, I mean, he makes $20 million a year. His cap hit is that's next dig, year. money. He's got a potential out for his deal, um, but it's $21 million on a cap hit next year. Oh, I'm sorry, this year. This coming season is 2023, right? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's He has hard. a $25 million cap hit, DJ, no. DJ Moore. No way. No way. Just no. You can't. You can't. I that's mean, that's three. That's, that's Alan Diggs and DJ Moore eating up like $65 million in cap space. Listen, at some point, I'm going to want to do that, but I just don't know if you can now. You need, a, right. you need more of a runway to plan that because. Man, but ha- yeah, having two $25 million receivers, two $20 million receivers, I think that is. It's only the Chargers so far 
but that won't last. And they have a rookie. They have a rookie yep. contract. Yes, that's right. Herbert Steele. Are the Bengals going to do it? I mean, they should. Because to me, if the Bengals do it, like, isn't aren't I just kind of copying them? If yep. I trade for DJ Moore, that's my Higgins. But I've got that set. That's, but he just said, and he's right. The Bengals have a ro- they have time to get to that point. The Bills are right. already at the massive quarterback contract, and are now saying, "Can we and, add the second wide receiver and to this?" This is where a conversation about Edmonds and Poyer comes up, uh-huh. and as they discuss what path are we going to take forward? Do you want to tie up fifteen in Tremaine, or do you want to earmark that for future seasons on the offensive side instead? Don't forget about number ninety-one. Ed Oliver? That's a huge part. I know he's not free now. He's under the fifth-year option. No, they're not bringing him back. I'm go- Yeah, because I think he's going to want money. The Bills will not pay him. Yeah. He was not a disruptive force this season, especially not at the end. He's got. He's going to get a massive payday after next season. That has not to here. factor in this discussion as well. So it's not just Edmonds. It's Oliver next season among the, the decisions they have to make. Good, then they can draft another defensive lineman in the first round. And by the way, twenty million might not be as expensive as you think after this next round of. Receivers oh yeah, I, I totally agree. Like, so twenty million is going to be number two wide receiver pay soon enough. Like a high end number two, yeah. Really? Not not yet, but yeah, maybe even by what's this Devont- offseason. What's Devontae Adams? Devontae Adams is twenty eight, and there Tyree, you go. Tyree wow. Kill's thirty. We're already at thirty. Wow. What's so Jamar the, Chase Hopkins is in? Hopkins has got to be up there too. Chase is going to be in the thirty club. Yep. Justin Jefferson's going to be thirty club. Yeah, so a twenty million dollar receiver is a number, a number two. two guy. Wow, it's amazing. It really is. I mean, it's just the passage of time. No, I know. And, I get it. This is how yeah. the, the, how it works. Everybody's the values keep going up and up, and I understand that. But it's amazing that we're we're going to get to a world where the number two wide receiver is going to make twenty million dollars. We'll have a wrap on the show in a moment. Yeah, Nate tweets about Hunter Renfro, eleven million dollars. He's all over that. Yeah, I've got. I should watch more Raiders. He's. I think he's great. Yes, a great slot receiver. Yeah. My question is... Is that enough? Does that move the meter enough? Hold on. I'm, I'm going to Google Hunter Renfro's 40 time right now. <laughs> it's, it, I would doubt it's well, slot is he, receiver. Is he the piece? He's not a piece four, outside then. Four, he's five, just, nine. Yes. Ooh, that's not, so that's he, not fast. He, he's Beasley. Yes, he's Beasley, but, but, but younger, better, maybe more juice. Sure, that's what Nate said, <laughs> more juice. If I My slot ideal is going to be a guy that is... All the things you want out of Renfro Beasley slot guys, but also takes the top off. I want Tyler Lockett. That's that's the that's my slot receiver I'd like to get. I want Boyd. I want a guy that can do pretty much all of it, not just a possession slot guy. Is Boyd? Did you say Boyd might be a, a guy that the Bengals would move on from? He he could be. Yeah. So call them. Call Seattle. Call call everybody. Call around the league and find again. Find someone who's willing to not pay, either wants to get rid of a big receiver contract or doesn't want to pay the guy the next deal, Tyreek Hill, A.J. Brown, whatever. Find a team that doesn't want to pay big money to someone that's a good receiver and trade your assets now. Are the Bills about to go from a team that really slow played that position to just pouring all that into it? Um, can I vote yes, please, without telling you whether they will? I'd like them to. The Bengals can save about $9 million in cap space if they cut him. On, you're talking about Boyd here? Boyd. But they don't have to do anything right now with Chase or Higgins, right? They just have to pay Joe Burrow. Isn't Jesse Bates, wasn't he on a tag this Bates, year, too? Bates don't they have to the tags, they figure out what they're doing with him? Yeah. So if they don't have to create space right now, right? why would they... Move on from Boyd. They don't have to do anything with Chase or Higgins, I don't think. Higgins will be, yeah. 
Look at the value in these receivers. Higgins' cap hit this coming year is 3.9. <laughs> this last year is 2.3. Look at the value in receiver. Chase can't be much. What, right? are, they, what are they paying for Burrow, Chase, and Higgins right now? Like $15 million? <laughs> right. And, and, you gonna, know, and they're going to be paying 120 and As much as Be- Bean says you know, about paying rookie contracts, like you had the chance to have awesome, cheap receivers. You chose instead to have... Cheap defensive line. ends. They went for line. line. That's right. You know where? Where are you going to save your money? Receiver is a position where you save so much money. Yeah. Higgins cap hit over the last four years: one five, one nine, yeah. two three, three nine. And he could be a number one on a whole bunch of teams in this league. That's just crazy. All right, we got a break. Got a wrap because um, guys are waiting for the extra point show. Joe and Sal are waiting to do the extra point show coming up top of the hour. WGR. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Tell you about my favorite moment from the games yesterday. Did you see late in that Eagles Niners game there was like a fight? Yeah, it was a nice scrum, big fight, and then Trent Williams throws a dude to the ground yeah. like you know he's a little, little wrestling slam. Yeah, yeah, like a, he's he small, a small child, or you know, yeah. Trent Williams throws a man to the ground, and that guy gets up, and you get the sense that he looks at Williams and he's thinking. Okay, somebody hold me back here I because I, I, I don't that. actually want to go challenge him, but I want to look, make it look yeah. like yeah. you know. Yeah. You see who throws you around, like, hey, all right, I'm, I'm just gonna go over here. <laughs> you whisper to a teammate real quick. <laughs> yeah, hold me back. Just, make just, it look like I'm just pull me back a little bit because teammates were all around. Like, it's cool, it's cool, man. Calm down, calm down. And you just, I'm thinking, man, if that guy, if Trent Williams threw me to the ground, I'd be like, okay, yes, sir. Did I fall in the right place? Would you like me to fall somewhere else? Where should I lay down? Yes, sir, Mr. Williams. You, you, he is a he's a monster. He's a big man. Yeah. You didn't like the the official explanation about how there was no visual conclusive visual evidence of hitting the wire. Of the punt hitting the wire. Like the game stopped for a few minutes and New York had to chime in and check all the replays to see if we could actually see a punt hitting a wire. They they showed the one replay that looked like the ball it moved. moved, right? Yeah, it changed its rotation. I'm almost surprised it doesn't happen more. Yeah, and I've got a wild idea. How about you just put something on the camera so it could Sense if the wire got hit. Right. Someone did mention, couldn't you have gone to a replay angle of the camera because wouldn't it the picture move? Wouldn't it shake if it was struck by the football? That's a good question. They, I don't know. I just I read that where someone said, why couldn't you just check the replay of the camera? Listen, if we can decide like where there are planets around stars like millions of miles away because of a little wobble on a star, we can figure out the wobble of a of a sky cam. We have the technology. Two things. Happy 93rd birthday, Gene Hackman, today. Hoosiers, one of my all-time favorite movies. Crimson Tide. Crimson Tide, very good. Great movie. And uh, what was the other thing? Oh, Stupid Cold coming Friday. How cold? Uh, Lows below zero when you come in Friday. Did you have any moment yesterday where you walked outside and it was so miserable you thought, "Mm, at least we're not at the stadium? Because it was like 40 and rainy. It would have been a tough day to be there. (laughs) Not a fun tailgating day. I'm sure we would have been there, but still. A little silver lining. It's good. Wait a good. So it was better the Bills weren't playing yesterday. We all would have been miserable. 
I would have been miserable all day yesterday waiting for that game and then yeah. being stressed out during the game. I, I Sure, I wish the Bills were still playing, but the Chiefs yesterday again. was a very stress-free day. <sighs> Two weeks to talk about it. All right, Joe and Sal are getting ready for the Extra Point Show. In fact, it's going to start in like a few seconds on WGR. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.